Welcome everyone to Ron's Roundtable, your unofficial podcast for all things VFriends Compete and Collect gameplay. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm thrilled to be your guide in this exciting world of strategic fun. On this show, we're diving deep into the immersive universe of VFriends Compete and Collect, exploring gameplay strategies, existing gameplay mechanics, and uncovering those hidden rule suggestions that can give you the edge that you need. Whether you're a seasoned CNC competitor or a hobbyist looking to enhance your skills, this podcast is for you. We'll be tapping into the expertise of fellow CNC enthusiasts and top-tier competitors who will share their invaluable deck-building strategies, tactics, and insights. You'll learn the secrets to outwitting your opponents and achieving victory. Yo, 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 breaking, breaking eBay news alert. We just had a four-pack of Wizards go for $100, a Zero Cool V-Friend Series 1 box go for an accepted offer under 6500 a one-of-one one Hustling Hamster Gold Series go for 1250 so 1250 Somebody went crazy on Oak Monsters as well, took out the rare, and then went after a couple regulars. Some V-Friends boxes sold. Um, also, that rare Oak Monster went for 129 a, a PSA 9 and then some of these boxes, the cat box went for an accepted offer of under three fifty, and then also a, a Gary B box went for two fifty nine. Uh, a pair of V Friends Reeboks went for seventy nine fifty five. A Series One Woke Walrus PSA nine went for three twenty two sixty seven. So tons of action. Super sticker is fifty. Um, be the bigger person went for 500 which was a i believe it's a one of five rare so there's definitely a lot of activity going on here actually it was a seven of eight uh rare so yeah check out the ebay listings if you guys are looking for any deals they are out there to be had put some offers in make sure you're tuning in to fanatics live uh to check out some of the breaks that are happening v friends compete and collect breaks they have a stream coming up on monday at 5 30 wednesday at 12 o'clock thursday at 6 p.m um that is a great way to get in all of those spots are sold out but i'm sure that they'll be putting out the schedule for the following week also check out teacher collector's corner over there with tom and j rob for more of their breaks and box battles and then jay courage's show over um, on Twitch, those both are valuable assets to us in the community here. Uh, always giving us an option to get in on box breaks and get our access to those cards. Enjoy the show. Today, our guest is coming in from the Twitter sphere, aka V Friends Nation. His name is Mike Pfeiffer. He is Crypto Guy underscore seven 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 on Twitter. He has been hanging out with me and Dale, testing out the new rarity cards. He is a V friend, he is also deep into the card game. Um, he's one of the nicest dudes you're ever going to meet, and he also gives a nice perspective on deck building, as well as other types of strategies inside of his collecting, inside of the way he builds the deck, and then just also the gameplay in general. So, I definitely think you need to stick around and listen to Mike here, and uh, he's going to drop some golden nuggets. Make sure you are putting this in the memory bank. I'm good, man. Not much. Just trying to uh, kind of put together a competitive deck, and it's just, you know, these card prices are getting tough to do so, man. Oh, I know. I know. That's why I'm enjoying these uh, the cores-only battles. We, it seems to be a little bit more attainable for, for most folks. The high-stakes table are, are exactly what they are, high stakes. You know, you got to yeah. put, put some yeah. serious capital into uh, creating a, a higher-end deck with the Persian Cat and black cat gift goats i mean everything it's it's pretty nuts 
And uh, you caught me at a good time, too. I literally just shipped out my black cat uh, yesterday. So I took a, I had to re- make a couple of replacements. And I'm like, oh, man, it's just like <laughs> getting rid of one or two cars. And you're like, ooh, like what you got to put in there instead is tough. It is very tough. It is very tough. So what brought you into uh, collecting cards? Or have you always been like a card collector? Or is this a new thing? Yeah, man. I've, yeah. So it actually stems back to like my grandfather. I think when we were born, um, he did it for all of like his grandkids is he bought us the tops baseball sets, mm. you know, like the just the full set. And he did it every year until... I mean, I was, so I was born in 90, so I have like 1990 up until like 20, maybe like 2012, I think maybe it is. So he did it every year for, it was either a birthday or Christmas, every year for Christmas, he gave us the top set. So, you know, from like a young age, uh, I was just around cards and then, uh, I wrestled growing up my whole life. And for some reason, I don't know what it was about wrestling, like me, like the, I don't know if it's because indoors in a gym, but outside of like in the hallway, like going to the cafeteria and stuff, there was always cards, like always card vendors. So I was just like always around it. No kidding. Did you, uh, yeah. did you and the boys play like whenever you were not wrestling, like out in the, did you get into magic or Pokemon or anything or was it all sports cards? So yeah. So it was mainly sports cards growing up. It was all really sports cards. I got into I was a little bit of like a hustler growing up, so I was uh, I would like buy and sell Pokemon cards, but I never really played. Oh, um, like I, yeah, I have no idea really how to play the game, uh, even to this day. Like I never really, I've always kind of collected. Like I still have some Pokemon like in the safe, and I have some stuff, but I never played Pokemon. Um, I tried to play. I didn't try and play Magic. What was the, I think I tried to play Yu Gi Oh uh, when that kind of came out. For like a little bit, I didn't really like that one, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just just mainly kind of collecting. Got it. I, I've recently gotten into Magic with my stepson, and we played like a few years ago, and then he was off at the Navy, and whenever he came back, we've been playing quite a bit. And I gotta tell you, man, like I really like playing those games, and it's really about strategy games. Did you ever play like uh, like Risk or anything like that, board game style? Oh yeah, Risk. Risk was probably my favorite growing up. Risk Stratego, Stratego or whatever was another one. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I love that kind of stuff. Which that's what like I I think I tried like I tried Magic for a little bit. Like I grabbed a couple cards, but from what I like, you need like a binder to understand how to play that game, kind of right? Not really. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, it's really okay. not that bad. Like there's a lot of reading to to actually assemble a deck, but really. What it all comes down to is being able to, because you got to build a deck of like, I think it's 50 cards or something. I think that's the minimum or whatever. And the the point of it is really to, well, the, the point of the game is to destruct your opponent. They get 20 lives and you try and kill them. But in order to get to the cards that you need to, to like hurt your opponent is you have to scry through the deck. Like you got to be able to peel cards off. So it's like, how do you... How do you get cards that you can go through your deck but not run out of cards? And then also, how do you power up the cards that you current that like you want to play? And really, that's it. Like, how do I power them up? Yeah. And how do I get to them? That's it. Okay. Yeah, I think my biggest holdout was it's you know like anything else it's it's your friend like what you can like I didn't want to like I didn't know anyone that was in Magic yeah so 
I wasn't going to do it, right? Like, I want to play versus, like, well, that's the beauty of this is, and that online forums mm-hmm. and being able, like, we hopped in, I hopped in Discord, uh, I don't even know we had a little tab, someone was telling me last night, or the other night, and we played a couple games just, like, in the Discord. Um, you know, it was hard, because we don't have the, like, virtual map, but it was, I mean, we made it work, and it was fun. Yeah, that's, I use, like, uh, little poker chips and stuff, but no, going back to, like, the magic thing, growing up, I never played. Because I always thought the kids who were playing were like total nerds. And I was like, I don't want to fucking play that game. Like, I don't want to be associated with these guys. But like, lo and behold, it was actually a pretty sweet game. And I really missed out because I thought it was like nerd city. But I now growed up, grown up, I was like, eh, I probably should have played more, but whatever. Um, so as far as compete and collect goes, like with the new rules and I guess not the new rules, but the, the beta rules, what are your thoughts on sort of the the 20 card decks the rarity rules what are your like initial hot takes on them honestly i love it i I think that um like even such the simple little things of like you know when you challenge and it adds you know to two and then up to three and if you go total then it's one 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 i think that they couldn't have I, i don't see how they could have tweaked it better i know like people like different things but i actually love it exactly how it is um I think you could, I think that I would love if this was always like how it is now is always the core. And then you could go off like with additional cards, like that they, you know, might bring down the road, kind of like the energy and boosters and kind of stuff. I think that could be really cool, but I like it how it is, honestly. I mean, I love that the community has done, like you said, core only or, you know, less than 69. And I love that we, like, I say we, I, 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 don't take any credit for it i love how the community has kind of and you guys you know kind of spearhead by you encourage and a couple of you know the core grouping have really expanded the game and i love that there's all these options to make other cards valuable or to include everybody like you said that can't you know trade up or, or buy some of these top tier cards so i love that 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 aspect but i i actually i like the core game itself i love how it is yeah, I don't I don't mind it whatsoever. I think that it's a lot of fun to play it. Um were you ever a poker player? Did you play? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do yep. you think that it reminds you of poker or do you think that's kind of a a non non comparison? Um to a degree, I think there is some aspects of it. I think um I think having the poker I think not so much as in like bluffing, uh, where like a lot of people think poker, they're like, oh, well, bluffing or that. I think it's more of the math, like being able as a poker player to do quick math in your head on the fly um, and no probabilities and statistics. Well, you know, for the most part, especially if you're repeat playing somebody, you know their deck after yep. the first round. Um, so I think being able to know. You know, you know what cards are available, right? Like everything is known, and as of now, for the most part, everyone's you know once they're showing their card, right? Like it's I haven't seen any many people, you know, despite what the rules say or do not say, no one's really kind of hiding their cards um, to this point. So I think that is the biggest thing that I see of a poker, you know, background would help or carry over. Uh, that's kind of been my uh, not your, so much, you know. What are your thoughts on people who just bury their cards? They just fold and don't. Because I've I've watched three different players do it, and I personally okay. think like that's a huge advantage. If you just like yeah, yeah. I lost that one and just just fold it, I think it I think it's massive. I think the the only thing you could get into is 
it's like I don't know why anyone would like just take a loss. Um, but you know, it's I guess that would be only thing, like I don't know maybe like like in poker, right? Like even if you fold, like someone knows your hand, right? Like so they can verify that you're losing. So that would be the only thing I could think of. But again, I don't know why you would. But just, you like, don't even have take... to verify you lost. Like just take the loss because you yeah. know you know that you lost, but you're like, well, screw it. You know, I don't want to tell them that I just played my Persian cat. I don't want to tell them that I just played my rare whatever, because me personally, this is something that I do. And I've talked about this on the podcast too, is like, I I'm running through my head. What rares you've played, what very rares you've played. And then I'm sort of of the mind, like, okay, he's played nine out of 15 of his rarity points. I have a pretty decent card here that I could go total call TTT, whatever. And I'm like, well, the probability of me actually winning this is pretty high. So now's the time to play it. But if that dude's just burying the cards or lady, there's a couple ladies playing. If you bury your cards, like, I don't know that. So that completely throws off my game personally uh, if you're doing that. And I think think we see more. I think we see more of it. If there's no, like, actual rule that says, hey, you got to show your cards. Be like, no, I don't. I don't really have to. Yeah, I know. I mean, like I said, I've only played like three or four hands, you know, public like, without like my buddies like that. We're just yeah. kind of like teaching them and with, you know, crazy broken decks. Uh, <laughs> but like I would like if, if I'm playing somebody, especially in a competitive setting and they're not just like I would mimic like if they're going to show I'll show um, if they're not I'm like, I'll you know, it's level playing field for me. So if they're not, then I would probably stop as well. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's you know, it's, it's much like counting like, you know counting cards in blackjack right like i think everybody should have a, a rarity point like you should there's no way you should play a game without knowing the rarity points of your opponent has used if you're able to like you said if they're showing the cards yeah yeah that's actually something that rick dog and i went back and forth on was like we would be like this we'd be we'd be like you show yours first you show yours first you know like because it's just something there's something to it because you can definitely count the probability of of the rarity points and this is something we played so i don't know did you see any of the group play that we did a couple weeks ago so i caught you and rick dogs the the like i guess it was a final of something okay um well we played a group play where we had four players actually playing against each other okay it was just like a, a pickup game and what happens during that time is like you're you can tell how do i want to say this you like the first player goes and they attack the next player who they can pick whoever they want to, to attack. And if somebody jumps out to an early lead, like I call it icing the player, like you just don't call on them to attack them anymore. So like they don't get to play until it's their turn. But then there's another situation that just happened when we played on Friday night was uh, John Carney was able to, or he, he got called on a bunch at the beginning and he ran through a bunch of his rare cards so we knew that he was pretty much out of rares and we just kept attacking him. And he ended up like scrying through his whole entire deck and shuffling and coming back. But that was an interesting thing because like if he would have buried all of his cards, I doubt that he would have been attacked as much as he was had he not shown us that he ran through most of his rare cards for his rarity points. So I just think it's an interesting thing showing your cards or not showing your cards. And it's something that I talk to every single guest about, because to me, as, as we go through this game, it's one of the biggest advantages or disadvantages that you have is once somebody knows your deck and they, or they just know how many rarity points you've played, 
it puts you in a situation, good or bad. It puts you in a weird situation um, in that respect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason, like, you fold hands in poker, right? Like, yep. you know, the, the, it definitely applies. And I think I'd be shocked if you don't, like, as these in-real-life tournaments pick up and these, you know, the like, the prizes are, and tournaments pick up, I would be shocked if you don't see it. I, I don't know how in a competitive tournament that, especially if people are paying to get into them right? Um, and things like that, I don't see how, you know, you don't start seeing not showing it as, as long as you know unless the team comes out and says you know hey part of the rules is as long as it's open and and it's available yeah. i don't see how it's, well, it's not something it doesn't that become I've, a thing. I've definitely talked to courage about i've talked to uh tom about as well is like i feel like he, there needs to be some sort of ruling on it if, and if it is open rule set you can show or not show cool but i just feel like we need to say something about it uh just to make sure that it's it is what it is. Um, yeah. Like, let it be your option. Cool. But I think if somebody's paying, you know, 55 bucks to get into a tournament, um, you should have to show your cards. And that's part of the strategy. Yeah, I know. I agree. I'm curious if uh, what what way would you lean if you had to pick like, you know, show or, or like if for the team, like if the teams, like you said, I, I agree there. It would be nice if they came out and said one way or another. Yeah. Um, but what way would you lean? For me personally, I want to know your cards because that's part of my strategy. <laughs> right. So just like yeah, I'm me kind personally, of I'm like, I, I'd rather see your cards. Um, but I definitely can tell that some people are open to the other idea for sure. What is yeah, your that. what is your grail card? Like what card are you really hunting for uh, inside of compete and collect or even just trading cards in general? Are you hunting for anything? So that, that's funny. I was kind of actually asked that yesterday because I know like a big thing that we're starting to see is um, like collectors, you know, getting the rainbow or just like hoarding us like a card, right? Like trying to get as much as a card uh, um, as possible. And I know like the swaggy sea line, like there's a couple that you like instantly when I say that you're like, yeah, I, I know who you're kind of talking about. Mm -hmm. But there's I think there's a lot more people that in the background that we don't know. Like there was like two guys that I talked to that were like last night that I had never seen them like posting in a discord about trying to snag a certain monster, but that are each or not monster like character and are like behind the scenes grabbing all that character because they want to. And so I think there might be more people doing it than we realize. So I don't know that I've committed. I really like the hustling hamster. Um, I think that that was kind of my pull. There was a couple other ones that I, I really like the V2 version, but they ended up being like some nice cards or yeah. some, and like, I think it's hard to hoard like anything up in that 70 range without spending like a ton of money. Somebody, um, somebody just uh, offered me a uh, hustling hamster V1 PSA nine for uh, partial wizard rainbow. So they want my, gold. Oh, wow. yeah, they okay. want my gold wizard for that V1 hustling hamster. And I'm trying to get more out of the rainbow that I have, but, um, I don't got any bites yet. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, I actually have a hustling hamster nine PSA nine. It's funny that you uh, oh, say that. And I think, yeah, I think it's awesome because I think a lot of, uh, like, I don't know that too many people realize it yet, but I don't think these. I don't know what it is, but these series ones, like PSA tens, are going to be pre. Like, there's not many high grades coming out of these series ones. 
not because the backs are fat like the the back yeah. margins are so bad like the way that they were printed it was like somebody calibrated the printer like this they just went and they they made the one side bigger than the other like every single one of them and even the fronts of the cards like some of the uh some of the border paint is just so bloody like it it seeps into the card itself it's weird yeah it is it's it's actually um I, was, I forget who i was talking to i was talking to somebody about um like content because a lot of people kind of ask you know about like oh how do you know the grading and um it'd be cool if you like somebody that you know that i don't have like a twitch or you know anything like a platform to get it out there but kind of when i think a lot of people in the community would look for like a grading video like you know just kind of general tips and tricks to look for mm-hmm. um because i've seen so many people like well what do you think this will grade or you know, and I know there's a couple guys that, you know, kind of help out, but I think that would be like a good quality video for the community too. And I don't know that I've seen anyone do it, um, has or at least recently. Yeah. Tom has one coming out. He just put out a video about okay. what he looks for on cards and then CG cards actually asked him, said, Hey, I think you should make a video that says what, what you look for. Most people think it's just centering and edges, but it's, it's a lot more than that. Like the the actual color content in the middle, any white spots, any like rough cuts, things of that nature. That's and and I'm new into this game too. Like I, th- I got back my first set of graded cards. I I never graded cards before. I, I always had raw cards, and I was like, why would you ever grade cards? But now I understand totally, like why you grade cards. And actually, I went even a step further, and I sent a bunch of my cards off to Courtyard to put on the blockchain and like have there because now I know for sure they're safe. Yeah, courtyards. That 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 whole concept is pretty cool. It's I'm very kind of interested to follow along with that and see mm-hmm. see what kind of happens. Oh, I'm I'm very interested because I had courtyard um, Nico, one of the fa- co-founders, on the podcast, um, and we were talking about just the different strategies that they have going forward, and they're going to have like packs that they're able to like. You'll be able to as a user create your own packs and like your own chase card. So you can sell mystery packs for that chase card. So it, it's a it's going to be an entire ecosystem that you can actually have a like they have a thriving marketplace already. But you as a seller can create on chain these chase cards, and it goes through this little algorithm, and it and it actually um, it does it through blockchain. So you'll know for sure that each card has been done randomized. It has no um, like I can't screw with it at all, and it's. It's just luck of the draw. And I think that's really cool because sometimes I, I feel like I just don't, I don't trust people all that much. And, you know, you have all of these mystery packs and a chase card. It's like, well, who actually won the chase card? At least with blockchain, like we'll be able to see that chase card, who bought all the mystery packs and like where that chase card went to. Oh yeah. I mean, you see it, we don't see it too much in V friends yet, but I mean, you see it on like in the Pokemon world all the time, Mm -hmm. right? It'll be like, I'm selling these 10 boxes. One of them has like a Charizard in it. And then, you know, you see like, they'll sell like seven or eight and you're like, all right, well there's three left. Like, did anyone get the chart? Like you have no idea, right? Right. Like exactly. And then it's not like there's a way to verify that there was even a Charizard in there. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like the guy took a picture of it sitting in a box, but right. yeah, you it know, might not even took be it right card. out after the picture. It might not even be his card. Like that's the thing mm-hmm. that I like about courtyard and blockchain and this whole entire ecosystem is like the verifiability of collectibles has always been a problem. It's like you see a bunch of the uh, like some of the 
a lot of the breakers, but a lot of just the collectors in general, they'll go out and they'll buy a bunch of packs and then they'll realize like, oh, this is actually a fake pack. And then they'll show you, but it's, it's all mixed in. So you don't know. And that's why I like things like grading your cards and being able to verify authenticity and putting it on the blockchain and all this verifiability. It's the whole reason why I'm in this space in general is like the trust factor. It's a trustless system, but you can trust it. Is it you know what I mean? Because it's, yeah. it's all authentic. It's instantaneous uh, liqu- liquidity. If you wanted to sell it immediately, like obviously you need a buyer, but you don't have to verify that it's it's an actual um, authentic card. It's already been done and it's on the blockchain. So all of those things combined together is, is really interesting to me. Yeah. So do you know much about eBay's authenticity? Like I, I've seen that now when I, I don't know what the threshold is, but certain value, I don't know if it's like 250 bucks or something, then it becomes, and it sends it to somewhere in like California and they authenticate it. But I was like, what do they like, you know, yeah. I, I just don't understand how they authenticate it. I've seen the, I've seen that listed. I just, I don't know what it is and I've never really looked into it. Okay. Yeah. Me, me neither. I was just kind of curious. Just, uh, I've seen it a couple recently and I, and I've gotten some cards. Um, and I want to say two, it might be like two fifty is the threshold. Okay. And you know, and it comes in like a nice little package and it mm-hmm. says like eBay authenticated, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but like, especially even with V friends, I'm like, well, how, what are they authenticating it against? You know, like what, like did V friends, you know, as a company, like reach out to eBay and they have like a, well, it's just like StockX does with uh with jordans and other types of shoes and collectibles i would assume that there's just like certain criteria that they look for within the card and then they just say you know it checks nine out of ten boxes or ten out of ten boxes then we verify that this is this is true but i i still feel like there's definitely some ability for fake ones to get through of course it it could happen um that man i i bought a card on ebay not too long ago and i just like I just didn't get a good feeling about it because it was like really the dude had a bunch of them. It was one of the rare cores and the, the, the ink on it was just awful. And I'm like, man, I wonder if this, if you could like print these cards, if you had access to a printer and like you were able to color match, I I just, I'm curious if there's like, if that happens out there. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure it happens. I haven't seen it. Like, I don't know, I know, was it Dale who made, like, like he, someone sent out the Harpic to Courtyard, and then they kind of, like, made a copy just for themselves. Mm. Um, and I, like, had to do a double take. I'm like, man, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, you could kind of see around, like, the border was a little funky or something. It looked like a little, like, flowers or something. But for the most part, I'm like, like that, you know, at first glance, and it was in a graded slab. Um, yeah, that's missed. And I was like, man, that's... Yeah, I was like, that's good, you know? <laughs> well, and digitally, yeah, you could definitely make some copies. Digitally, that's, mm-hmm. it's a tough one. I don't like them making copies like that. I, that's not, in my opinion, I don't, I don't love that. I don't love that move. <laughs> to be yeah, and, it, you know, and it, was, it's a very, it was a very trusted member, and he clearly, like, he even said, like, this is for my shelf, right? Because that's the whole thing about collecting, too, and, you, I mean, you kind of look, look behind you, right? Like, you, part of it is the display, and you want to see it. So yep. when you send like especially these top tier cards to courtyard, you get like a little man like not sellers or more or like sending remorse, but you're like, man, I kind of like looking at that, right? Or like I like it, Listen, you know, you're flexing in the background, whatever it may be. It it so took, it took a lot for me to send my prototype card um, to them. 
like my all my salamanders, my V1 salamander, my prototype card. Like I sent all of it. Like I sent all the good ones. And I'm like, ugh, I want those. But you can like you can get them anytime you want to. Like you can pay mm-hmm. to have them shipped back to you. But it's just like, yeah. I wanted I just wanted to participate in the ecosystem. So I was like, fuck it. Let me just let me just yeah. throw these there and and let's go for it. But yeah, I totally agree when with you. you. And you said like it is nice, right? Like it's a vault, right? Like it is. It, exactly. It's not like you're just sending it to a where. Like it's a secure wall. So there is that added aspect too of, you know, like anything else, right? Like even in crypto space, like nobody or at least I hope nobody has like one wallet, right? You got you know maybe a couple cold wallets, a couple hot wallets. Like it's all about just kind of putting your like you never want to put all your eggs in one basket. For sure. Um, so I, I like that, and I like that courtyard kind of gives you that still safe, secure avenue, and it's different, right? Like. You know, why not? Why wouldn't you send even 10% of your portfolio or however you want to break it down or whatever you call it? But I I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I I like it too. I like, just like I said before, just NFTs and blockchain in general, I'm super bullish on. So yeah, the the market fucking sucks right now, but that doesn't really bother me too much, just long term. Um, So as far as compete and collect goes though, like are you you looking to get into any tournaments? Are you in the upcoming, are you... What's, what's yeah, your, so, um, what's your so, expectation out of the game, I guess, at this point? I would like to, um, I'm, but I'm a very aware of the deck that you need to be able to actually compete. Um, and I'm not quite there. And I was seeing how quickly I could get there or how I could fare with, you know, like as I go along the way. Um, you know, and there's, you know, you're missing like you can build a strong deck and then you're still missing those like two or, you know, there's two or three that'll kind of put you over. Um, so I'm kind of like in no man's land right now. Um, and you'll see, I like if we play here, um, like, I mean, I probably got about like six or seven. So that just need to get out of here. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I need to get a couple more rares or, you know, make that leg up for a very rare, or even an Epic. Um, even though I don't know that I would ever, I'm not really an epic believer in my deck. Like, I don't know that I would really want one. Um, what is your theory on the rarity points? How do you like to structure that? And here's where my head's at. I'll just give you my strategy. I like the three very rares and the three rares. Instead of using an epic and like kind of not maximizing my, my rarity points or even just going all rares. So where, where do you stand on being able to max or so whatever I, your rarity points? Yeah, I um I think... I am, I would have like the minimum, so it's 15 total, right? So yep. it would need to be, and a very rare is three. So that would, yeah, bring you to 12, right? So yeah, I would do, um, like I want the one very rare and then all rares. It would be my. Interesting. Kind so of you just like I want to maximize the, if you go, because we see the ties all the time, right? I think, you know, a lot of people tend to lean to push to total to one 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 versus taking a hit of three and something mm-hmm. um so i want you know those to- i want that total right like i have a very core heavy deck right now still because uh, you know taking that next step it's it's tough um like financially for the most part so you know i you know i'll have you know, you have a persian cat core that's fantastic and then you, if you happen to go total you know obviously those ones you kind of don't want to you got to be you know smart but yep. you know that you can lose to a you know flexing fox uh you Definitely. know rare right like <laughs> yeah so no, i totally yeah, agree with I think you. i want to maximize that kind of value and you don't know like people call it ttt and stuff like i want to you know i want 
three of the four battles last night, I won on TTT on the final just because I knew, like, I had a rare, and I knew he didn't have many rares in his deck, and I hate winning that way, and yeah. it sucked that I won three of the four, like, literally calling to you. And I'm like, you're not going to believe this. Like, same thing again. <laughs> and, like, I jumped out to an early lead. Like, I was, like, two, two in aura, six in stamina, or six in skill, and, like, three in stamina. Like, both times, jumped Damn. out huge. He, he fights back, and we were both at, like, six each time. And then it gets to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to TTT this. And I'm like, you know, three games in a row, you win on TTT, and I'm like, oh, it's brutal, but you know that's why it's there right yep. so uh, i want to at least have that i think it gives you more options more flexibility yeah that's why we have um like these like these type of cards we're creating these yeah those are sick right so we got we have all of these that yeah we, and we i created. went and you guys deleted them from the discord yeah <laughs> i saw that i went back and i'm like trying to find it because i i messaged i think it was I think it was Dale, right? I yeah. messaged him right away. And I'm like, what are these? And they're like, it's awesome. He's like, oh, it's just something I'm making with Ron. I'm like, okay. And then I went <laughs> back to like try and show somebody. And I was like, the message was edited. I was like, oh, son of a gun. Yeah, we just, <laughs> like, we just teased sick. it real quick. All right, well, let's, uh, let's play a game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, let me get my stuff set up here, and then we'll, uh, we'll play. So go ahead. Okay. And how so do you do you, which I actually had someone ask me, do you at the start of a game do you show your rarity points? No. No. Okay. Mm -mm. Nope. I've never I've never done that. That's an interesting take though. Yeah, because I'm like you know, so he he's like I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, Well, you know, like how do we know if you have more than fifteen points? I was like, Oh, well I said, Well, I kinda count it and he goes, oh, he he didn't it never I guess occurred to him to like count it during a game. Right, um, and he's like, "Oh, okay," um, but I was like, "That's a good point." Like, you know, or like, and kind of what happened to you guys, right? Like, where his three cards were off to the side, you know, maybe if he would have counted his rarity point, or you show him, you know, you might have he might have caught that, right? So it's definitely, or you know, just human error, right? Like somebody could have and be like, "Oh my god!" Like I didn't even realize, right? And I have sixteen, or you know, whatever it might be. So I thought that was an interesting point. All right, cool. All right. All right. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything to sit them up on here. Oh, that doesn't bother me any. Okay. I was like just trying to get them in view yep. at least a little bit. And then let me. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, apologies. You guys all know this is the setup process. So <laughs> you hear everything banging around. <laughs> Don't 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 come at me. Don't at me on this. Yeah, so somebody asked me the other day, they're like, Well, hey, how do you uh how do you set this thing up? So anybody who's curious, I use Microsoft Teams and then I use my computer login for just like what you're seeing right now, Mike. And then I use my phone to call into the meeting, and then that's how I'm able to get this little pocket cam that I'm gonna do here. And I also use Calendly to set up the appointment and um, it sends out automatic reminders and uh, sets the meeting up for me. It's really slick. I, I really like it. Yeah, that, that was great for me. I'm like, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't have teams, so I logged in as a guest, but it was awesome because everything was right. You know, one, I put it in my calendar and then I guess you're waiting to join. All right. 
So do I have to click this view lobby? Is that like what you're talking about? Like that's the that'll be the board. Yeah. Right there. Okay. So. Oh yeah, pocket fan. Yes, cool. Yep. And then, switcheroo the camera. Wait. So we'll do that. Not very nice. Yeah, I think uh, somebody was telling me I got to start paying attention to who tell or at least remember I get better at that. Um, but that they think it won't be long until they make some sort of playable online something accessible like on the V Friends website. That'd be cool. Yeah, like that'd be neat because I know uh, there's and I know there's a couple people working on different boards and playable stuff out there for the community. So I don't think we're long, you know, from that, which would be nice. Um, it'd be really cool if they could put. I don't know how you would do it, but put it like in the discord i liked kind of the idea of you know i forget who it was it was dana it was dana who jumped in there but i forget who had posted it but i didn't even know there was like a little oh it was beat the odds yeah I, I didn't even know there was like a little section that they kind of made for yeah. for it um but you know obviously it's still like this is nice because you can kind of see in front of you but uh yeah it was cool it was fun just to be able to hop in there and be like you know, it scratches that itch of who wants to play, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, call heads or tails? Uh, tails. It was heads Whoop, over here. So I will go on the defense first. Let me shuffle up the okay. cards here. And so that's that's fine. I, I loved, I preferred defending. Do you kind of lean that way as well? Absolutely. Not to get too much in your strategy before we play. But. No, no. I, this That's what this whole podcast is for. Um, I, I think that more people need to understand some of the tactics and gameplay so they can either mimic or do whatever they want to. But yeah, I, I think defending is the best way I've lost a lot of matches because I was on the offense. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, go for it. All right. I will challenge aura. Decline skill. Uh, decline stamina. We'll go total. 74. Oh, look at that. Cat versus cat. Yeah. <laughs> so you got that. One, two, three. And I'll go on the attack. We'll go stamina. I'll accept. 24. 25. Yeah. See, like, I got a couple of these guys still, you know. Yep. So, <laughs> like this, this was a recent entry with the the cat going away. So, bullish pool's not a bad card, though. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he's not awful, but you know, it was it was nice having twenty fives across the board you know, instead of that. Definitely. So, all right, now it's it's me right here. Um, yep. All right, I'll challenge skill. Decline stamina. Decline aura. We'll go total. Uh, 86. 105. I think you got me. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Try and keep these. My attack. I'll attack skill. I will decline and go stamina. Decline aura. 
So you kind of cut it. Did you say aura? Yeah, it's decline aura. Okay. Um, I'll go. I'll go total. Eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, you did add the skeleton to your deck, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's <laughs> okay. It's a it's a decent play. Um, we'll we'll see how long it lasts. Okay. I like it in its rare form. I don't like it in its regular form. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think any of those ones. What's the other one? The inchworm or something? Or the energetic electric eel. Yeah, I think any of those. If you're gonna go that route, it needs to be rare or higher. I think so too. All right. Um. So we let me see. It's me. You got three, two, two. Okay. Oh, you have three. And so we're doing blue is blue is or yeah. blue is aura, blue green aura. is skill. Okay. Yep. yep, you got it. All right. So then I will challenge. I will challenge aura. Except twenty four. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah. Ooh, the moral monkey. Yeah. I was running that card That's for a, a while. Yeah. I actually made a trade to Chartsy for a Moral Monkey for the tournament. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my attack, I will go TTT. I got what? One. Is that a very rare? Yeah, 104. Yeah. I got 90. See, this is what I'm saying. I like the very rares, even if they're outside of the category, like outside of the 70s. Because it's going to beat even in the seventies all your rares. Yeah. So now, do you feel like you have to, like I don't know? So I like to now. Granted, I don't think we'll tie as much. Just like I said, I'm still working on my deck, but I like you don't mind using a TTT without like you know. I tend to try to save it. You just I don't you know because you're getting one of each, right? Versus something in the yeah. I I was of the mind that like. Even early game, I'm gonna start calling it. I like I didn't call it on my my sweet swan because I at least have a 24 on that one. So mm-hmm. especially if I'm on the defense with that swan, is I'll decline. I'll go 24, and then I'll decline and go total. But if I'm on the offense when that swan comes up, I think I have to either call the 24, and then oh. if they don't accept it, I have to go TTT on it, um, and then I'm kind of okay. screwed for the rest of my very rares. But even though that there's nothing in the bank, I don't really mind. I guess more so like, so that pigeon, right? Like you, when you get that one, you pretty much will have to TTT that yes. or, or you're taking a loss. So you're fine. You're fine with that. Having that as the very rare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Your attack. Um, oh God, let's see. Anything else? All right. I will attack. Skill. Decline. Aura. I'll, de- I'll decline stamina. Except. 25. 25. Nice play. So three stamina to the corner. Your attack still. All right. Um, I will... 
I will attack or attack Aura. Except. 24. 24. This, it's basically the same card, the Arbitrage, yeah. <laughs> the Admiral, and the Burglar. How, where do you land on the the Norwal? I know that's kind of like a... <laughs> uh, I hate the Norwal, mostly because yeah. I've lost twice to it because of Rick Dog's stupid epic Norwal. Um, but, I mean, 24 is a cross are just hard to play. Yeah, I agree. You got the Flamingo, Um, you got the Alien, and the Narwhal that are all just, like, really tough to play. Yeah, I I also agree with that. Um, All right, I'll do TTT and just hope I don't hate your event. Nice. You got me. Panda. All right. So you got one of each. And nice. You are in the ball game now, buddy. Yeah. I needed that. I will attack Aura. I'll accept. 24? 24. Wouldn't that have been cool to play the Uh, last card? We would have tied. (laughs) I I think the Phoenix is one of my favorite cards to play with. Yeah? Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, it's not like a great... You know, what's it? 24, 23, 25? Yeah. But... I think it's a very, like, the thought process and the skill like, behind playing that card. I think it's the the hardest card to play, so I like it the most, if I, that makes sense. No, I, I totally do, um, because it's like it's high enough that in a rare form, it's, it's a really nice card, but it also has a 24 and a 25 in it. That's why I like it. Like yeah, and a 23, and a 23 in skill. So I think right. it's a very hard card to play. But it's it's almost like it gives you an out because most people don't accept on skill, and so like they usually go elsewhere. You say, okay, I'll attack skill, and then then you push them into your your strength. Yeah, you just hope that people don't have a bunch in the pot because usually whenever there's a bunch in the pot, they're like accept immediately, like accept accept, especially if you attack skill. So that's an interesting um, even strategy that I've noticed is whenever people, when there's more stuff on inside of the TTT bank or the, the tie bank rather, they're more open to accepting on the first couple or even attacking their strength. Like immediately they'll attack strength. So like if you don't accept and you move off of it, usually that puts them in a precarious situation. But anyhow, um, I will attack all that talk. I'll attack skill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will decline and go aura. Except. 25. 25. Nice card. Nice card. <laughs> Top game on that. So two aura. Still my attack. I will attack aura. I will decline and go stamina. Decline skill. Go total. Seventy three. Eighty eighty eight. Nice. So you get 
you just won. Yeah. Yeah. Got in on the yep. Yep. That was GG's. I didn't want to go. What was your stamina? Uh, twenty four. Yeah, I didn't want to go with stamina because then if I would have lost that, it definitely would have put you up. It would have been two, so you would have won there. And then, yeah, I thought, man, for sure I'd be all right with the seventy three on total. And then skill for sure I would have been good twenty five. Yeah, that would be like game. with you with you burning your very rares early. Mm-hmm. Um, I was much more comfortable forcing to total versus having to i mean i still would have got it if i you know yeah but i i was much more comfortable pushing the total with these because my rares aren't i mean my viking I, and the phoenix are good but some of my other rares like the fox the pig and the monkey they're low mm-hmm. you know so but i've you know with those just the way that hand dealt out and your very rare is kind of coming early and with your rarity points you know, dwindling down a little bit towards the end of your deck, I felt a little bit more comfortable. Oh, definitely. Those last two. And that's where, like, that's what I tell people. The first, they're like, what do you recommend? Like, we were kind of explaining the game and helping, you know, a couple guys that were watching us play. And I said, learn the rarity points and keep track of them because I was shocked if, granted, I am a small sample size of playing people. Mm-hmm. But almost, I mean, I played like four people and no one that I played has, like, they're just oblivious like i don't want to say oblivious but they don't even it's like a you know to them that's just loading the deck it has nothing to do in the gameplay i'm like no you need to pay attention to that everything the gameplay do you want to play again yeah okay shuffle up here call it heads or tails uh tails it was tails would you like to was tails attack or defend i will I'll, i'll defend nice Yeah, and that just goes to show you, like you, you were able to to hold your own with all those rares. I, I think that's uh, I think that's interesting, and especially you even put rares of the core cards that I'd be playing. So, like, you have a couple cards that are just like, man, like that bullish bull. Yeah, I think, and it, if that comes uh, up at the wrong time, it's it sucks. But when it comes up early, who cares? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll attack skill. I'll accept. 20. 24. See, fuck the eel. Terrible. (laughs) I'm shocked you went from none to both in your deck. You you pulled it. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying to be (laughs) open minded. (laughs) You're the first one seeing this deck build, by the way. Okay. Yeah, this is my, okay, this is say, my this new is one. Definitely a little different. All right. So, uh, oh, it's me, right? Yeah. Um, I will challenge stamina. Except. Twenty-three. Twenty-five. All right. So, stamina, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we'll go TTT. You got it. Pigeon. And that your pigeon's very rare, right? Yes. I think we, yeah. Yeah, it's a 104. That is tough. Like, I mean, I love the, for gameplay, the, you know, showing it, the orange and the brown, it's, it's tough. I know, you almost got to like. Like, visually seeing it, yeah. 
the other night we had a we had a little bit of a situation where Rick Dog thought I think it was Rick Dog. I can't now. It was it might have been Carney. He was like he thought we tied because he had the rare version of the very rare that I had, and I was like, nah, I had very rare. And he's like, oh shit, I thought we just tied. Like he pulled it, he pulled his next card and everything. I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Your attack. Um, I will attack. Attack. Stamina. Decline. Aura. Decline. Skill. Except. Twenty-four. Twenty-five. Whew. Needed that one. That damn pig. That's a that's a yeah. fun card. That's a seventy. Definitely a good rare. My attack. Um let's attack aura. I will decline and go stamina. Except. Twenty four. Twenty five. What's the total on the go the goat? Seventy four. I will attack Aura. Decline. Stamina. Accept. 24. 24. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. Two to the side. Your attack. I will attack Aura. Decline. Stamina. Decline. Skill. Total. 71. 90. Got, yeah. Man, this is That gorilla is tough to play. Yeah. I think that's... As I said, there's definitely like four or five I would really like to have back out of my deck, that's, but... That's game. Yeah, I had a few, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rubber match. You up for a rubber match? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right, cool. <laughs> you just had, you had some shit luck there on the cards that came up. Yeah, it's just, you know, like you were saying, there's so much of it, too, is the shuffle, right? Like... Yeah, and I tell you, know, you what, I mean, obviously, it's the cards in your deck too, right? Like, you know, I guess it's your the top tier cards, but still, even then, just what comes out comes out, man. Exactly, and I got to tell you too. So I used to the way that I would like start with my deck is I would have it st- strong to weak. Like I would literally like just store my cards that way, and then I would shuffle them. Now I'll actually. Like I'll I'll like um I'll put all my rares like my rarity points out and then I'll just str- I'll put like three in between each one of them then put them in and then shuffle. Okay. So like it's very rare. <laughs> Do I get them to stick together? But sometimes it still happens. But they're they're usually spread apart now. So it's something that I've been doing um with pretty good success. All right, heads or tails. And tails. It was heads. I will defend. 
I keep showing it to my computer like that's where my camera is. <laughs> All right. Come on. I will attack stamina. Decline. Aura. Except. 24. 24. So two aura to the side. Your attack. I will attack Aura. Decline. Stamina. Decline. Skill. Total. 90. 79. My attack. That was a good win. I will attack skill. I'll accept. 25. 24. I'll attack Aura. Accept. 24. Nice. I will attack stamina. Except twenty four. Twenty five. Nice. I'll attack stamina. I will decline and go skill. Decline aura. I'll accept. 24. 23. See, that's, I should always do the, uh, I think that it, right? Yep. So, that's another thing like I'm just it, it pains me to call a TTT immediately but I need to start doing it well and that's your very rare right mm-hmm. well I have three you should have went you should have went total I would have but you accepted aura oh oh I accepted aura. okay yeah oh that's yeah. right I'm like no shit Mike that yeah <laughs> yeah I'm like wait why didn't you <laughs> That's <laughs> nah, all good. Well, good. Yeah, I was just trying to. I was trying to bull rush Aura before those. You know, because you, you're like, you know, just like we were talking shuffle, or you had all. Mm-hmm. That was your first kind of rarity point pool. Yep. You know, you had. You know, they're coming. So I'm trying to do a trying to do a little bull rush. <laughs> yeah, and that's something also too. Like I need to pay more attention to the uh, to the board as well, just as far as like how many how many points you have in in one category versus the other, and try to attack that versus like coming back to it you know what i mean like yeah yeah but, but with this card i'm trying to attack my my strength right the 24 and then i was like okay well if he declines then then i'll call ttt and then i then i just didn't i just didn't call it 
Like in my yeah. head, as I gave it back to you and it came back to me, I'm like, nah, let's try and go total. Let's, let's just roll the dice. And I'm like, yeah. you're an idiot. If you lose this, then it's, it's game. So, oh, well, what are you going <laughs> to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me today and uh, going over some of the gameplay. I appreciate it. And uh, this will be, be out here in probably next week, um, just the gameplay itself and then the podcast. So um, is there anything that you wanted to, to get across to anybody that's, uh, that's playing Compete and Collect? Um, yeah, I think just play. I think uh, there's, you'd be shocked at how many people are looking to play and like have fun, right? Like it's, it's fun. It's fun hopping on and not even like a podcast or I think um, like not just the podcast I'm saying, I think you're going to start seeing some more. I think there's going to be tournaments that aren't for money too. Um, I think there's more like ways to play out there. Um, so just hop in, right? Like it, even if you don't know how playing is the easiest way to learn, um, you know, or, or watching it. So hop in this, you know, there's stuff out there. I think, um, it's fun and yeah, you know, it's enjoy it. I think, uh, we're on the precipice of something that could be very, very big. Uh, and you know, everyone always wants to get in on the ground floor and that's kind of where we're at. And I, it, you know, enjoy it. All right, my man. Thank you so much. We'll see you out there. Enjoy. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you having me and all you guys do. It's uh, it's it's awesome always watching your content. So appreciate it. Cool, man. Take care. Have a great day. You too. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform to stay updated with each exciting episode. Until next time, may your strategies be sharp and your decks ever victorious.